Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for February the 7th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two of two. The goal always to promote God, family, and country and to protect life, liberty, and property. And to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the checks and balances to restore the republic peacefully. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Uh, welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. We have a great guest today. Sydney Powell uh, is with us. And as you know, she is a, I don't know what you want to call it, an author, a federal appellate attorney. Uh, she's author of the book Licensed to Lie and co-author of an incredible book, Conviction Machine. Um, she's the president of DefendingTheRepublic.org. Her website also is SydneyPowell.com. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, Sydney. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be with you. All right. There's so many things that have transpired since you were on the radio with us last time. And I just want to kind of start with some of that. You know, they tried to destroy you and failed. Let's start there, Sydney. <laughs> well, they're still working on it. They have not given up. Uh, I think one of the most egregious abuses of power is the State Bar of Texas coming after me to try to take my law license. And that is simply, really simply because I filed the four election lawsuits alleging the massive machine fraud that we had scads of evidence of, yet no judge heard the first witness in any of our cases. So anybody who says... Mike Lindell just went on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and Jimmy Kimmel tried to mock Mike Lindell and make him look like a fool. Mike Lindell ate Jimmy Kimmel for lunch, and one of the points made there in that exchange on national television was the fact that no judges looked at this stuff, Sydney. Exactly. How can they go after you and question your license when they've never even let it go or come to fruition? No one's evaluated. It's like we're, we're going to reject it on standing. We're going to say you're a crackpot, a nutcase. We're going to threaten your law license and say uh, you're filing frivolous lawsuits intentionally. Uh, you're a, a paper terrorist. I don't know what words they're using. But when a judge hasn't even been willing to look at the evidence, how do we make those claims? I don't understand it. I don't understand it either, Sam. It's the darnest thing I've seen. It really is. It's just an egregious abuse of power, and the same by the judge who sanctioned us in Michigan. That's on appeal now. I argued that appeal, and you can listen to the almost two-hour argument at DefendingTheRepublic.org. We just filed a brief. Uh, Governor Evers was denied sanctions against us, and he appealed that. So we had to file an appellate brief in the Seventh Circuit on that matter. Interesting, no press has done anything with our responsive brief on that. They want to tout how we were sanctioned all over the place, but they don't want to report on any of the actual briefing that explains what happened and and why we did nothing wrong. But you're only saying the appeal doesn't happen, though, too, right? It's not really a sanction yet, is it? 
Um, well, Judge Parker in Michigan ordered us to take, I think it was 12 hours of uh, continuing legal education courses. And we had to do that uh, because she did not stay that portion of the order. Not that I'm on taking but aren't you CLE courses. It, <laughs> yeah, but she ordered us to do that before we could complete the appeal. And, I guess so. My uh, question would, though is, if you appeal something, though, wouldn't that put it on hold until we see who's going to win? No, not unless the court issues a stay. See, ladies and gentlemen, think about that. And this is the harassment. And I and I did this on purpose because I know exactly what you're saying. The problem is, folks, they can harass you till the cows come home. Even if you win, they can make you pay so hard that you lose, Sydney. Yeah, the the process itself is egregious punishment. I mean, I can't tell you the time I've had to waste defending myself when our cases never got heard in the first place. Now, Stacey Abrams' case got heard in Georgia, and there were no sanctions issued there that I know of. <clears throat> she actually got us through summary judgment into a trial. We didn't get the first piece of discovery. But she lost, right? Uh, yeah, she ultimately lost. Yeah. But now apparently you, you guys, have to be though, Stacey Abrams to get your case heard. You guys, I guess there's a double standard. They don't want to hear your case. But we have more and more and more evidence coming out. Uh, just so you know, last hour I had on a hero sheriff on TV uh, with myself and Sheriff Richard Mack. I don't know if you know, but I'm the CEO of CSPOA with Sheriff Richard Mack as well uh, as a talk show host. But we had on Macon County, Illinois Sheriff Jim Root. And here's what happened. He lost his election by two votes. Huh. And uh, he, they put the two votes up on a shelf. Then he investigated, found out it was a problem, and sued. They eventually tried to say they wouldn't do anything with it, but eventually he sued, and eventually he won, and they overturned it. And he won, and he's now sheriff now. Excellent. Now, that's, ladies and gentlemen, it, uh, that might be a small difference in votes, but it proves our point like nobody's business, does it not? Oh, it totally does. And in Antrim County, I think it was Michigan, where they found the 6,000 vote flip uh, that wound up, uh, you know, adding 16,000 votes to Biden that really went to Trump and they got that fixed. They also passed a marijuana issue by one vote. Wow. Yeah. And, now, Jimmy mocked Mike Lindell, but Mike Lindell ate him for lunch. So uh, Mike Lindell lost, as you know, um, trying to become the RNC uh, committee chair or whatever. Somebody else won. Of course all the polls he did. Showed, all the polls showed Mike winning, but Mike lost big. And so then Jimmy tried to bring that up and say, so you just lost. And is this election fraud? And Jimmy's like, no, they actually did that with paper ballots. Counted it by hand. I lost. And then he's like, well, doesn't that mean you're a loot? No, it means the polls aren't correct. Uh, you got to go back to your pollsters and find out what's wrong with those people. But furthermore, why didn't, well, the people wanted Mike Lindell. Why did the RNC leadership uh, just vote in somebody else anyway? They're not listening to the people. So uh, Jimmy uh, lost every one of those exchanges. Uh, I thought that was, a, it's, it's, it's comedy uh, because of the way he tried to make fun of Mike Lindell. But Mike Lindell scored so many valuable points in that interview that highlight our views. It's not even funny. And on top of that, then, officials in New Jersey now have announced a formal investigation into the, quote, general election results uh, in, I think it's Monmouth, is how you say it, county. Uh, a statement from Attorney General 
Matthew Platkin confirmed a full investigation is warranted based on the evidence at hand. How much more evidence do we need when this kind of stuff happens? I don't know. I mean, our mathematicians and statisticians that are absolutely brilliant men said we were looking at physically, scientifically impossible results for Biden. It simply wasn't possible. You can't flip a coin and have it come up heads 134,000 times in a row. There's a lot of people really trying hard on this. I know you are. I know several other attorneys are. Uh, I don't believe Giuliani is genuine in my opinion about this. That's a long story. Patrick Burns, well-known patriot, former CEO of Overstock, literally says, hey, I'm willing to go on national TV and expose the truth to the point where you will have to arrest everybody that I point to. And if I lose, you can hang me by sundown. Uh, He's literally making that open challenge because he went to Donald Trump and Giuliani was sitting in the room and he showed uh, election fraud based on uh, manipulated software on machines. Uh, And Donald Trump was ready to do something about it. And Giuliani talked him out of it. That's according to to, uh, Patrick. Uh, This is getting thicker by the second. And the people who are doing their very best to get to the bottom of this, there's a lot of us. uh, We're gaining ground, Sydney. I know it's slow and painful and people believe uh, there's nothing happening, but we're gaining ground. Well, I would encourage everyone to look at the videos that we have up at DefendingTheRepublic.org on election fraud because it goes back to the year 2000 and we have testimony of clint curtis a computer programmer before the special committee of the house judiciary in ohio in 2004 sworn testimony where he talks about having been hired by a republican in florida to write an algorithm to change votes to flip votes for bush in south florida and he explains essentially how he did that and how code can be written to even disappear once it does its job. What what they're saying is they distracted us with hanging chads while behind the scenes the software did its work, and then it's software that's smart enough to to do its duty uh, and then bail and, 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 and not even appear anywhere, right? Exactly. And at the same time, there were the hanging, there was the hanging chad uproar That was done deliberately, according to Sequoia whistleblowers. There's a huge documentary on that that you have to dig up, but we have that also at DefendingTheRepublic.org, where the Sequoia whistleblowers explain that bad paper was purposely sent to that county to cause the problem. And that was done to both usher in the machines, and I believe it was done to distract also from the 16,000 vote, quote, glitch, end quote, that happened supposedly as a result of a faulty memory card in another county in Florida. But it makes me wonder if it wasn't the software that Clint Curtis wrote. Sidney Powell, stay there. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to get to the bottom of election integrity issues. If we don't, America's done. If they get away with this, they will be emboldened like you cannot believe. DefendTheRepublic.org, Sydney Powell with me in seconds on your radio. 
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family, we the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Sidney Powell on your radio. Uh, I don't know where to go with this, Sidney, because we're trying hard. We're gaining some ground. Uh, but if we're not very careful and if we don't wake America up to this and start insisting that something change, we're in real, real trouble. You've mentioned that. They've kind of manipulated that, mocked that out of uh, uh, vogue, so to speak. They've made it kind of, you know, oh, man, that's just conspiracy theory. But the evidence is with us. Time is on our side. The truth, uh, the wheels of justice when it comes to the truth grind ever so finely, ever so slowly. Uh, But I bring this up because, you know, what do we need to do to take this to the next level? Americans are really trying hard, and a lot of Americans really care about this issue and don't believe it's it's games, don't believe it's it's not true. They know that it's true. Uh, they know something's rotten in Denmark, and they want to do something about it, but they feel powerless, right? Every American can go to their county commissioner's meeting every month and demand paper ballots, mostly by county across the country. Georgia, I know, was done by the Secretary of State, but in Texas and other states, probably most states, counties get to decide how they're going to conduct their votes and absolutely demand paper ballots hand counted. You cannot have a computer or machine involved in any part of the process, because if a computer is involved in tabulating or in quote, generating the paper ballot, 
what they do is they generate a, quote, paper ballot, but it has a non-human readable barcode or QR code on it, and we don't know what that QR code says. It can say, for example, change every other vote for whoever. So we have to go back to the old-fashioned paper ballots. We should have to vote precinct by precinct. It's no big deal to have to vote in your precinct or request a legitimate tracked absentee ballot, um, and we can solve the problem. It's going to take a lot of work because, folks, part of the problem that I know, Sydney, is every state literally – and every county kind of has different rules to some degree, right? Yep. One county in California just uh, decided to reject the machines and go with paper ballots. And for it to start in California is, is frankly mind-blowing, but it did. And there, uh, there are some other counties across the country that only use paper, but they are not very many, and we need to make it all of them. Now, what do we and do? And I want because our Republican also... governors. Go to help more. I don't know why our Republican governors aren't helping more. Because a lot of them are part of the state, that's why. Exactly. That's the only explanation. And you had highlighted that a Republican was cheating in 2004, and, you know, there's sworn testimony about that and everything else. Look, this is not a partisan discussion. This is a deep state shadow government criminals against we the people discussion, right? Exactly. In fact, it was the Democrats who first alleged computer manipulation of the vote and first uh, tried to stop electors from being uh, elected at the Electoral College level in Congress and in Congress. And they alleged uh, that they had retabulated the votes, that someone in an unknown location had uh, hacked in or gone in and changed the vote count. Everything, it turns out, that we alleged in 2020 was alleged by the Democrats with respect to Ohio in 2004. And the Republicans came in then in Ohio and alleged that they were they were making things up, that they were using conspiracy theories, that it was as likely as, you know, Martians walking around the country. I mean, just absolutely outlandish claims, the same things that were thrown against us this year. But the Democrats came in even from Congress and opposed sanctions. I've got a whole article about that whole ordeal up at DefendingTheRepublic.org, too. I believe it's going to take more Americans to get involved to to force this. I don't know what you want to say, to force this to discussion, bring this to a head, or whatever you want to say. I think the only way is enough, if enough Americans start to absolutely push back. That's the only way we're going to get enough attention to this, right? You're right, and we've got to do it. This is our country we're talking about and our children's futures. I mean, we're just going down the road to totalitarian fascism with the government right. telling Twitter and Facebook and all what they can allow to be discussed, and, and that's pure fascism. No question about it. So the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, uh, President Richard Mack, uh, I'm the CEO of the organization. As you know, last July we had a press conference calling on all 3,000-plus sheriffs to investigate election integrity problems. We've got a number of sheriffs willing to do it, but certainly not enough. We had Mike Lindell on stage, Sheriff Richard Mack on stage, Catherine Engelbrecht uh, and Greg Phillips threw the vote on stage. 
we really had a, you know what, get out the, the support for this in a press conference. Uh, and now we're working on this even more, and we put together a document. It's not quite released yet because I'm vetting it with a bunch of different people. I've looked at a lot of these documents, and most of them miss the boat on a few things. Even the John Birch Society uh, document uh, misses the boat on a few things. I wanted to cover the 10 points in our document really quick with you, Sydney, and get your thoughts on them. Feel free to disagree or point out something we're missing. <clears throat> it's called CSPOA Solutions for Rebuilding Trust in the United States Elections, the Essential Value of Political Stability. All elections are to be local and state administered. And the general government has zero constitutional authority in these matters. All right, now, then we say personal responsibilities for all registered voters. So this is something that we need to push for individually as groups. I'm not fond of parties because I think they're, they're the part of the problem, according to George Washington in his farewell address, avoid parties like the plague. Yeah, well, obviously they're they're part of the problem, and in fact, they're they're a huge part of the problem. So we've got to look at this individually and as groups, right? Members of uh, DefendTheRepublic.org, etc. But here's the different ten items that I have, and I, I want to just pick your brain with these. One, become an informed, committed voting person. We're going to call you a VIP. Vote but only after you know everything. In other words, know everything about your ballot before election day. So you gotta get informed to become a vote in person voter. That's number one. Your thoughts? I agree completely. There's no substitute for an informed citizenry and the government's gonna fail without it. All right, the second one, become a precinct leader Get involved in certified positions, poll worker or poll watcher. You have got to get involved more than just going to vote. You've got to go vote in person. You've got to know your ballot and know the issues so that you can really vote intelligently. But you've also got to have, we've got to have enough vote watchers and vote poll watchers and people who are poll workers who can absolutely keep their eyes and ears on everything, Sydney. Exactly. And a lot of people I know have done that since 2020. That's why I say we're making a lot of progress. We just need more. We need to become so overwhelming that they cannot do anything but deal with it. All right. Number three, return to precinct by precinct voting with the hand counting of ballots on single day elections. Your thoughts. Uh, that sounds great, too. We've got to stop this mail-in ballot mess that I understand even the RNC favors. Uh, that is extremely disturbing to me. It's more evidence of the uni party. But, yes, we need everything you've discussed so far. And the reason that I focus on precinct by precinct voting is, look, there should have been a lawsuit at every precinct in this country to get to the truth. There's what well over 100,000 precincts in America. Let's not take it on at the federal government level and let the corrupt federal judges deal with it. Let's make every single precinct deal with it. Okay, these are kind of the a actions that we should be taking. And then you got to have the hound counting of ballots and you got to vote on the same day. You can't have these voting for weeks and months things 
by the time a scandal comes out, if it's not covered up, you've already voted. Okay, we got to have same day ballot stuff, single day. Well, that elections. plus they use the yeah they use the early voting to decide how many ballots they need to have the mules work on. Uh, there you go. All right, number four, return to paper ballots only. Eligible and registered voters may request a return and an absentee ballot. You can have that, but it's got to be requested, and you got to go to paper balloting. Sydney? Exactly. All right, there's the first four. We'll come back with Sydney Powell with more, and I want to see what she'll have to add to our list. We're getting all kinds of patriots to jump aboard to create the best document for solutions we can create. I'll tell you more in seconds. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. A Milwaukee, Wisconsin police officer was shot and killed early Tuesday morning on the city's south side by a robbery suspect they were trying to arrest. The unidentified officer was a 37-year-old with four years of service. Milwaukee Police Chief Jeff Norman. One of our finest who put on that uniform, put on that badge, went into work last night and paid the ultimate sacrifice. Police located the suspect and a foot chase ensued, followed by gunfire. The 19-year-old suspect was pronounced dead at the scene. It's unclear if the suspect died from a self-inflicted gunshot or in the firefight. A 7.8 magnitude earthquake in the Middle East on Monday was followed by a 7.5 a couple of hours later, causing massive destruction across Turkey and parts of Syria and destroying thousands of homes. The death toll rose to 4,850 as rescue workers continue to pull survivors from the rubble. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy called on President Biden to agree to compromises and spending cuts as the two remain embattled over raising the nation's $31.4 trillion debt ceiling. Speaker McCarthy. A responsible debt limit increase that begins to eliminate wasteful Washington spending and puts us on a path towards a balanced budget is not only the right place to start, it's the only place to start. The Ohio train derailment last Friday continued to be a threat Monday. The operator Norfolk Southern has declared the controlled release of vinyl chloride into the air in East Palestine a success. Had this release not been done, Norfolk Southern officials say the tanker could have eventually exploded. Disney Entertainment removed an episode of The Simpsons cartoon from its streaming platform in Hong Kong that mentions forced labor camps in China in a reference to the Uyghurs' struggles, and viewed as unacceptable to Beijing. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. 
So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, attorney Sidney Powell's with me, DefendTheRepublic.org. are talking about a document we created for the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Solutions for rebuilding trust in the United States elections. We have 10 items. Number five, require all voters to confirm their identity by displaying slash showing proof of state ID certified by signatures tied to every legally counted ballot. What do you say to that one, Sydney? I think that's absolutely required, too. And we need to make sure it, they are citizens who get voter IDs. Yeah, and that's why you have to confirm your identity and you have to tie it with your signature to legally counted ballot. Because that way we can tie the ballot to the signature, the signature to uh, your, um, you know, are you a citizen or not status. All that kind of stuff can happen. Right now what they've done is broken all the ties that relate to tracing it back to you know, back to ground, so to speak, right? Well, voting is supposed to be done anonymously. They're not supposed to be able to tie a particular person to a particular vote. That's why it's so important that only citizens be issued cards to identify them for voting purposes. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Number six, each state shall require that all ballot watchers, counters, tabulators certify in writing to the accuracy of the final count under the penalty of perjury. What do you say to that one? Very good idea. Okay, because if we don't have that, there's just nobody accountable. You can uh, you know, un- unearth all kinds of problems, but <laughs> nobody's accountable. Nothing gets done. You've got to make it personal. Look. If you won't write and sign to the accuracy under the penalty of perjury, why is it good enough for my taxes but not good enough for you to certify a vote? Good point. All right, just saying. Seven, each state shall require video recorded coverage and publicly available archives on all ballots counted. What do you say to that? Good idea. That way we can go back and we can watch the video and say, hey, wait a minute now, etc. Number eight, each state shall require every state in the union to retain and preserve all ballot records and election papers for 36 months under the penalty of violation. Right now what they do is they delete it before the next election happens. Oh, yeah, that, that's that been a huge problem. They want to override the machines all the time. In fact, they were do, trying to do that within a few days of the election in Georgia in 2020. And we managed we did manage to get a temporary restraining order in Georgia, but only for a few days uh, before. Apparently, it's like a, it's like the word came down from on high for the judges to dismiss all our cases on the procedural grounds they used. Well, and the problem that I have with deleting it before the next election cycle is I need to be able to care or compare election cycle to election cycle to find anomalies as well. That's one of the big keys to realizing when there's data that spikes 
and data that is way below the the trends or whatever. Election cycle to election cycle. You can learn a lot by comparing those. And when they delete it before the next one comes out, it's very hard to do that, Sydney. Yeah, I actually think they should be required to keep it at least four years. Right now, they're required to keep it 22 months under federal law, but nobody follows that and nobody enforces that until we have state and federal prosecutors that are willing to enforce the laws we have. We're all screwed. Amen to that. Number nine, each state shall require the timely updating, securing, and multi-party certification of all voter rolls and registration systems. That's very important. Uh, One of the problems that we have identified is a massive inflation of the voter rolls shortly before the election. And then that enables a lot of the machine fraud because one of the things they apparently do is create a pool of what they call ghost voters, uh, people who didn't really vote or uh, in some cases, people went to the polls and found out they'd, quote, already voted, end quote. <laughs> and, and that was uh, the machines voting for them by, by pulling their names from the pool for some reason and, and casting their vote. We've got that's to where, have That's where a lot of times they see people may not have had voted in the last election or whatever else, and they know those are ripe for doing it. Once in a while, they get caught, but for the most part, they get away with it. Yeah, they they get away with it a lot. And, of course, there were a lot, you know, we heard the stories of multiple people, as many as 36 people voting from one address, that kind of thing. Yeah, the voter rolls are a huge problem. One of the things I found was a patent that the Department of Defense funded the research for that allows false voters to be injected undetectably into the voter database. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That brings up number 10. Do all within your power to remove your state from and or prevent your state from joining the Electronic Registration Information Center known as ERIC. You have got to stop your state from joining or get the heck out of that because that's where they jettison scrutiny. You can do FOIA requests or grandma requests and things like that when it's government. But once they turn it over to these clowns at Eric, you have no ability to get the data anymore. Sydney? Yeah, and that's something else that needs to be changed. Anything the government hires a private contractor to do should be attributable to the government itself and subject to FOIA. That would uh, solve a lot of problems. There's no way the government should be able to contract out. Any government should be able to contract out any voting exercise to take it out of public scrutiny. That's just simply, uh, I think it's a constitutional violation. I mean, it's just, it's appalling. So we had a lot more issues that we kind of looked through. We combined some to get that list. We, we, we did. There's so many more things that need to be done. What do you think of our list? Do you think we can add or subtract anything from it or anything should be changed? What do you think? I'm just having all kinds of constitutional scholars and experts and people review this thing. I want to get the best list of where individuals can push for things, right? This can be their kind of talking point, bullet point, solution point document, so to speak. No, I think it's excellent. I mean, offhand, I'd have to see it in writing to really 
um, to really study it. But as we've talked through it, I think it sounds excellent. And you've caught all the main points. I generally boil it down to three or four paper ballots, hand-counted, real vo citizen voter ID, and, and definitely a much shorter time to vote and not allowing the counting of votes beforehand so that you can't look in and see who's got what and then figure out how to adjust it <laughs> fraudulently to make your candidate win. Folks, this is serious business. I, I, there's a lot of issues that we think are serious in America. Isn't this probably the, the most serious issue for us right now, Sydney? I think it is because it's responsible for all the other disasters we're seeing. I mean, if 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 Trump were still president, we wouldn't be having the problems at the border. We wouldn't have a Chinese spy balloon floating across the country doing whatever it wants to do. We wouldn't have the mess in Ukraine. I mean, they're just endless things where our country would be much better off were whoever installed Joseph Biden not running things. Uh, there you have it. Let's talk a little bit about your book, because a lot of people just can't believe this stuff is so serious. But when they read their book, uh, their eyes open, don't they, Sydney? Yes. Back in 2014, I self-published a book called License to Lie, Exposing Corruption in the Department of Justice, having no idea where it was going to go, whether anybody would ever read a copy or not. And uh, sometime, probably two years later, maybe three years later, uh, Rush Limbaugh got a hold of it and broke Amazon, <laughs> crashed the website uh, when when people started realizing how important it is because the same people that I identify in License to Lie are still in power today. They've just cycled in and out of the Department of Justice. But one of the key corrupt prosecutors named in the book has been in a high position of power in the Department of Justice or the White House since 2014. And they were the most corrupt prosecutors that could be found. They were chosen under the Bush administration to prosecute the Enron disaster and then became chief White House counsel, deputy director of the FBI, the current number two person in the Justice Department. I mean, it just goes on and on. And Robert Mueller's task force, they had roles in that. Andrew Weissman, I've called the lead villain of the book. He's Where's the best place to get license to lie, Sydney? At sydneypowell.com. I'm not even sure Amazon carries it anymore. They'll tell you no hard copies are available, but I have plenty at sydneypowell.com. That's because they lie. sydneypowell.com, yep. ladies and gentlemen. Defendtherepublic.org. Keep an eye on her work. It's incredible. Thanks, Sydney. We'll have you back. Thank you so much. Liberty Roundtable Live. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. 
That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, hard-hitting talk always. At your fingertips, libertyroundtable.com, spread the word, share the love. I'm telling you right now, there's so much going on. I wanted to spend this last segment and do a recap of several shows because, man, we've been so busy on the radio, we just haven't had time to get to it all. On Saturday, yeah, uh, last week, Saturday, we had on Chris Carlson with me, and he says, with God, or without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for liberty is God's, but we need to be in the fight. I couldn't agree with him more on that point. But we discussed some great topics when he was on. We talked about the Chinese balloon called Dry Run for the EMP attack. They say nuke at altitude could destroy electronics for hundreds of miles world net daily with that piece and we talked about the another spy balloon traveling over latin america the pentagon confirms and we talked about that and the government first tried to say hey these balloons are no big deal um china has claimed its balloon was a weather balloon and it's not a threat and the pentagon didn't shoot it down at first the pentagon waited they claimed to not hurt anybody they didn't want it to fall on the ground where it could hurt people. But that's not really true. I believe that the government literally wanted that balloon to go diagonally across the United States. Think about it. It started in the northwest, Montana. Went all the way to the southeast out of, what, North Carolina or whatever. Boom, straight all across America. And what I find interesting is Americans are reminded how China responded. When a U.S. supply Spain near Chinese airspace... In 2001, it got shot down. Uh, we couldn't get a hold of the people, uh, the American people, for days. They literally reverse engineered the word I'm looking for. Sorry. Reverse engineered the whole thing. Okay. The Americans, though, claim that these balloons are no big deal. But then why on earth did the government shut down the airport and wouldn't let anyone land or take off? but wouldn't say why. Mr. Mayor, he's a guy who works for the Billings Montana Gazette, 
and is also a pilot. He said, that's weird. He's a pilot. And he said, shutting that down, if it's this inert weather balloon, uh, is insane. Well, it might be a weather balloon like the communist Chinese claim. But the problem with that discussion is, is it a weather balloon to just gather data on the weather, like an educational balloon? Or is it weather as a weapon supporting balloon? Weather warfare. Because what's fascinating to me is, did anybody notice besides me? I've heard nobody bring this up but me. Is there a link between Northeast faces ferocious blast and wind chills nearly minus 60? We heard in one place it was like minus 108. Is there any correlation between that and the CCP, the Communist Party, China weather balloon? Look, the weather balloon came just when that freeze came. Now the weather, the balloon's gone and so is the freeze. And that freeze came across. We were super freezing cold in Utah even. And then it just went to the east just like the balloon did. I find that fascinating. And we're going to believe that the weather balloon is not a problem. But yet now you've got a Democrat uh, Massachusetts Representative Seth Moulton said on CNN that TikTok poses a national security threat to the United States and said it is imperative that the government takes swift action against the app. So let me get this right. TikTok is a threat to the citizens, but the weather balloon is not. I don't know if it's a weather balloon or not. All I'm telling you is if it's a weather balloon, it probably relates to weather warfare or weather as a weapon rather than just an inert educational let's monitor the weather and track data idea. Uh, the government might not in the United States might want us not to realize they're manipulating and messing with the weather. So maybe it was a weather balloon. Maybe it was a surveillance balloon. But the government is too eager to first say the balloon's no problem and then too eager to say, well, they were spying on our military. Well, whatever the government story is, I don't believe. I believe that the spying on the military is a distraction, especially when we transfer most of our military to the communist Chinese willingly, our military secrets, our military technology, etc. I believe this was an experimental weather balloon engaged in weather weaponization for weather warfare. I don't believe you can count on the United States to tell you the truth. I don't believe China will tell you the truth either, but I think in the differings in stories, oftentimes we can get little nuggets of information. All right, Amazon's deep government partnerships can ruin your life. Glenn Beck, we played a soundbite of that and talked about it with Chris Carlson. Really, uh, they attacked this family and the family eventually fought back and won, but Amazon's in bed with the government like nobody's business. It reminds us of the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, unrepentant attitude for the Bernie Madoff scandal. Yeah. World Affairs Brief talks about this January the 7th. Uh, so check that out. But I find that correlation interesting as well. Bureaucracies rarely make apologies, ladies and gentlemen. They only do so unless literally forced 
to do so by the public. Remember that. Governments don't apologize for their wrongs, only when forced to by the public. When the public and the new media taking center stage create such political exposure that it's they have to. This is also sadly true of churches, universities, the media, and governments. Right? Think about that. That's really critical to understand. Wow, Trump, his USMCA, it's full of globalist fine print, folks. We talked about that as well. Remember how Donald Trump touted, bragged about his, quote, rejection of NAFTA and replacing it with, replacing it with the UMCA, the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement as a wonderful thing? That's bogus. bogus. Now Donald Trump labels... Ron DeSantis is a globalist in latest tirade. Now, is DeSantis a globalist? I don't know. Is Trump a globalist? I don't know. But when they start pointing the finger at each other as globalists, but yet they themselves are doing many things that advance the global agenda, I don't really believe in the genuineness of it. Do you? All right, that was Friday or Saturday's show last Saturday. Still available at LovingLiberty.net. Monday's show, we had Dr. Scott Bradley with us, FreedomsRisingSun.com. And we also had guest Sheriff Richard Mack with us, CSPOA.org. And we also had Polk County, Wisconsin Sheriff with us, Brent Walk is his name. He tells the ATF to go pound sand. Sheriff says he will not enforce ATF rule on pistol braces. Sheriff Brent Walk of Polk County, Wisconsin, in my opinion, is an American hero, ladies and gentlemen. He simply will not go along. He won't do it. And I commend him for that. We had an incredible discussion on Monday. The broadcast is available at lovingliberty.net. We also then, second hour, had Lowell Nelson on, incredible broadcast campaign for liberty. We're talking about the Utah State Legislature, and we talked about the, U, uh, the um, Utah HB 131. It's a vaccine passport prohibition bill. We talked really about rights and about how government talks about whether it be the passport bill or water shortages, emergency water shortages, Miners' access to social media regulated. The Point Utah, Utah's innovation socialist community at thepointutah.org. We talked about all these issues in relation to the promotion of socialism and how we the people need to reject that socialism like nobody's business. Finally, we talked about Bill Gates secured hundreds of of millions, perhaps billions of dollars of profits from the mRNA vaccine stock sales before suddenly changing his tune on vaccine technology. Now, I don't believe Bill Gates changed his tune, really, ladies and gentlemen. What I personally believe is he has some other agenda to promote some newfangled plan they have. But it'll be worse. The We'll move from the frying pan into the fire if we follow whacked out psychotic people like Bill Gates. 
I don't know if they're going to work on uh, backing off of vaccines and then forcing vaccines in our food, but that's where I think Bill Gates is going. He has more farmland than anybody else in America. Did you know that? Bill Gates has more farmland than anybody else in the country. So I think they're going to push for these vaccines. We're going to push back. They're going to be like, okay. But then slowly but surely, they're going to mix vaccines or mRNA technologies, which aren't even really vaccines. Uh, They are experimental gene therapies. I believe that will be in our food via Bill Gates' leadership soon. It is a shame, folks. It is an absolute shame that this is all happening. I don't even know how to really respond to it except to say this. You and I have better start working on, um, I don't know what you call them, Victory Gardens, is that what they call them? Right? Victory Gardens is the term that we uh, need to really start working on because we have got to start to control more of our food. We have got to start to work with local farmers who will not sell us out and betray us. We've got a lot of work to do, ladies and gentlemen, right? We've really got a lot of work to do, and I beg on you to help us do the work. The Sheriff's Posse is coming up, cspoa.org, to become a member of the Posse, and you can basically learn uh, what's going on and how to make a difference, folks. You do that by joining the Posse at cspoa.org. Then you can chat with people like myself and Sheriff Richard Mack and many others in a Zoom call. It's pretty neat. So we're working on that. There's a lot of what we're doing to change the game in America. We're going to be having a rally uh, and a training on March 4th in Illinois. Um, We're going to go to Illinois uh, and really uh, try to make a difference there. Um, there's so much we're working on we need your funding and your support please Liberty News Radio I'm sorry LibertyRoundTable.com LovingLiberty.net donate today would you please Uh, we need your financial support we've got so much work ahead of us I'm not asking you to support my family folks but I am asking you to help us in the media and in all that we're doing It is so expensive. We pray for your support financially and otherwise. LovingLiberty.net, LibertyRoundTable.com. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, can and will restore America. you got to get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.